0: And welcome back to the Cover 3 podcast here on CBS Sports. Welcome back to Bowl Season Daily. That's Tom Finelli I'm Chip Patterson getting you set for your Wednesday here in Bowl action. Just one game. And Tom, they're going to make us wait all di- daggum day yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to do without an afternoon football game, especially after, you know, the way Monday and, us Monday
0: and Tuesday, you know, you're giving us all these afternoon kickoffs to look forward to. We're going to have to wait all the way until 8 p.m. Eastern time for Missourian Army and the Armed Forces Bowl. It's a shame.
1: It's just it's a disaster is what it is. Why isn't there another bowl game being played in the afternoon? Who messed this up and why?
0: We should follow up on the mailbag question from Monday's show to say we need more five and seven teams in bowl yes. games so that we can have a game in the afternoon on December 22nd.
1: It's a travesty. Frankly, you know, what? let's let's not even finish this podcast in protest. Let's take a stand.
0: Hey, listen, our, our, our good, fine sponsors and the people do need us. Uh, so <laughs> I would say that the biggest headline and storyline around this game is uh, all of the personnel changes that we have seen, particularly from the Missouri side of things, uh, news early in the week indicating uh that Tyler Beatty and his sixteen hundred rushing yards, that's gonna be out of the lineup. Connor Basilag is not gonna be in the lineup. Two defensive captains not going to be in the lineup. And suddenly what was a week ago, oh almost a week ago, on the lock show, you know I was being a little performative, I will admit, when I was saying Missouri show some guts. You're an underdog <laughs> to army. But now we really are talking about a situation where The line, maybe it was prescient at the time, but it has moved up to five and a half. I mean, other than the Missouri absences, uh, what what sort of the the storyline or the narrative or your entry point for this game?
1: Well, I mean, I, I do like the biggest question mark to me about this game going in was like we had the angle of, oh, my God, it's an SEC team versus... A service academy, come on! Like, and I they just,
0: just pulled in a top 15 recruiting class. I yeah. was going mojo, the building should be feeling great, yeah.
1: But, like, the question was always with anybody going against an option team in a bowl game like this, it's not like Mizzou's playing for anything here, so now you're going against an option team, so the quit factor is always very much in play. And then you've got a couple key guys staying out in offense, and it's like, okay, well. Maybe there's kind of just some of that running through where Missouri's not too super concerned about this game and they're just going to get a couple extra weeks of practices in and start moving on to next year. So it's it's an interesting game. But then just as much from the matchup standpoint, Regardless of that, this is an RB team that runs the ball 87% of the time because it is an option team facing a Missouri defense that was terrible against the run this season. So it's just it was already kind of an iffy spot for Mizzou. And now you see these guys sitting out, and you're just it it gets iffier and iffier. That said, like you said it's at five, like the, the spread's approaching a touchdown here. I want to see how big this thing gets before it kicks off. And I, I might just take Mizzou on the money line if it's around a touchdown. Cause I mean, at that point, screw it.
0: I mean, we've got all day to watch this thing continue to grow. And mm-hmm. you know, people are getting this here in, in, on Wednesday morning. Uh, this, there are a lot of hours of people sitting around thinking about bowl o'clock until we finally get to uh, to our kickoff in Fort worth for the armed forces bowl talking about army in bowl games. And how much do you want to defend this army offense? How about this? The over is 4-0 in Army Bowl games under Jeff Monkin which I have to attribute to, number one, defenders not wanting to tackle yeah. the option team.
1: And I, I think the over could be a really good play here, too, even with Mizzou missing guys on offense because like, yeah, okay, you're missing Bazelak, you're missing Beatty, they're very good players, but you're also an SEC team, so you've got plenty of talent behind it, and it's not, you know, are Mizzou's second stringers that much worse compared to Army's players? On you know defense? what I mean?
0: I don't know, you, you know, like, are, are we really doing that much of a downgrade, or did they just not have enough, they did they not feel confident enough in the personnel that they were going to be able to get out there and make changes once it became painfully obvious in, like, what, week four? Yeah, Missouri's run defense was an abject disaster.
1: But, like, this line opened originally where Army was favored by three and a half, but the total was at 60, and now the total's down in the mid-50s. Like, nearly, it's like, I don't know, that over kind of looks enticing, too. (laughs) Because I don't know how often Army's going to stop Missouri.
0: Yeah, I... I dropped the over on CBS Sports HQ early in the week as my best bet for this game. And I had Tyler Beatty in my analysis because it was prior to learning that Tyler Beatty was not going to be out here. But in the first string to second string discussion, it, as we move to the rest of that running back room, we should still be looking at a Missouri offense that will be able to run the ball against this army defense.
1: Also, God knows the rest of Missouri's running backs have fresh legs considering like Beatty (laughs) took like 80% of the carries this year for them on offense. Like if you look, if you go look at like Beatty had 268 attempts, nobody else on Mizzou's team, Elijah Young finished in second for carries this year outside of Basilak, but that includes like sacks. Outside of Basilak, the second most carries on the Tigers this year was Elijah Young at 24. So 224 fewer than Tyler Beatty had.
0: Absolute workhorse. Uh, Army, two and five against the spread this season as a favorite, uh, four and one against the spread as an underdog. And while Missouri started the season, yes. Oh, of 8 against the spread mm-hmm. in the first couple months. They did cover three of their final four. You mentioned what you were thinking in terms of uh, smashing that money line as, as this continues to grow prior to kickoff. Do, do you have a, an against the spread feel for it uh, at where we're sitting looking at the line right now?
1: I mean, I'm still looking at the line now. I'm still leaning Missouri. I just, it's one of those things, and it might lose, but I still feel like I'm going to be right no matter what. Because Army might show up, Missouri might just not want to be there and just get absolutely crushed and run over. But I just, it comes down to the fact that we're now seeing an SEC team catching nearly a touchdown against the Service Academy. And I love Army. We know this, but this is the same Army that did just lose to Navy. So it's not like it's an impervious unbeatable squad. Like it has flaws and they were on display against Navy. And I think Missouri can take advantage of them. It's going to be an effort thing. So if you have to make it pregame, I would go Missouri. But I also think that the smarter plays, I would wait to see. I would watch the first few series of this game, see what, see what it looks like, get a better idea of how seriously Missouri is taking this game and then make a play from that point on.
0: So I think, I think it was Brett Toth who told us over and over again, how on the offensive line, the desire is to eliminate your will to compete. Mm -hmm. And I just think we've got some fragile will, you know, I'm sitting here with my Missouri ticket from the locks. Uh, My, I would say my best bet probably here would be the over uh, to just go and imagine that if Missouri's defense doesn't want to, uh, you know, be out there dealing with all the offensive linemen and trying to keep up with this offense. Well, then the other side might take it as a challenge to hit some explosive plays as well and missouri certainly has the athletes to do that. so as we sit here game day i would attack the total before i would attack the side but Me yeah too.
1: yeah that's that's got to be it. this i i would i guarantee you i'm going to end up firing a halftime bet on this one for the second half.
0: once i find once we find out uh, how much of a will to compete yeah like if Mizzou, if, if
1: if mizzou's heading into the locker room at halftime just kind of like <sighs> looking like it's done Okay, well, we're going to fire Army in the second half.
0: If you are, uh, if you're a fan of Army, or if you've been following the season, you have to be concerned defensively with what you saw against Navy. I do want to include that note too. Mm-hmm. I, I had it on my pad. I forgot to mention it. It couldn't get off the field. No game, game was on the line. We talked about it during the watch party, obviously, but like game was on the line at so many different points, and they could not get off the field. And I think that that is not encouraging uh, defensively when we think about trying to get stops against a Missouri rushing attack that, even down its star running back, still runs the same place. So you're still, still trying to spring open the same holes. So I, I do think they'll still have some success there.
1: Yeah, and I do think to go along with your over, here's a fun stat that should help. These are two of the worst red zone defenses in the country. Yes. They're both ranked 124th. They have allowed 75% of their opponents' red zone possessions to end in touchdowns. So you get into the 20, they're probably not stopping you.
0: Even if the winds gust in Fort Worth, we're not even worried about it because we're not punting or kicking field goals. We're just scoring touchdowns, baby. Mm -hmm. It's Army and it's Missouri, and it is in the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time is the kick. You can watch it on ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernelli. You can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson. We'll be back with you with two shows tomorrow. First, you're going to get that bowl season daily dropped right into your Feed, and then uh, in the normal afternoonish time for the subscribers, you'll get the next batch of bowl locks. But you can watch it live, participate, jump in on the chat. YouTube.com/slash Cover 3 We'll be recording at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Thursday. So bowl season daily in the morning, uh, the new batch of locks in the afternoon. All of it you can get by subscribing to the Cover Three podcast. Tom, thank you very much.
1: Thank you.